Radio. G'day everyone, thanks for tuning in to The Journey. Hope you're having a great weekend wherever you are right around the country. And as we prepare to kick off another top-notch show, a huge welcome to all of our new listeners from up in Port Macquarie and also the surrounding regions who started airing The Journey last week. That's right, Dave. Great to have the guys up there from Rima 99.9 Port Macquarie taking The Journey. Big hello to all the listeners from Port Macquarie to Werner and all the crew from Rima and Port Macquarie. It's great to have you guys on board. Very exciting for us down here. Well, people have already started spreading the news about the journey up there in Port Macquarie, Jude, and also those surrounding regions with posters and messages going up in churches just over the last few weeks. So anyway, what's doing on today's show, Jude? Mate, we've got a great show lined up today. We're going to hear from Sam Clear, uh, a great friend of the show, and a young bloke who, as we know, walked around the world for our new listeners. He walked around the world for Christian unity. That was his cause. And he's going to share a story of part of his journey. We'll have Sister Hilda, star of the the ABC TV series, The Abbey, with her segment, Wisdom from the Abbey, and Trish McCarthy, scripture teacher, fitness trainer, Gives us some great tips for living well in her milk and honey segment. We've also got a good mate of yours, Mr. Bruce Downs, known as the Catholic Guy on the show today. Also, Father Dave from the Missionaries of God's Love. He has a powerful message on why we should embrace Christianity. We're also going to hear an interview that you did, Jude, with the Director of Adult Education in Sydney, who's bringing Dr. Ben Weicker out to Sydney. That sounds interesting. Mate, it's going to be a fantastic experience for anyone who can attend. Dr. Ben has written extensively about secular liberalism and and I suppose how liberalism is trying to undermine traditional yeah. beliefs such as Christianity and, and really talking about how the fact that it's it's not neutral. He's coming out here to deliver a series of lectures that are about worshipping the state and abolish God and the government becomes God is the theme. So they're going to be really interesting and, and we're going to have that interview today. The Gospel Reflection for this Sunday is from Father Graham Schmitzer, and he's speaking to us about Matthew chapter 14. So let's get into it, whether you're listening in your car via live streaming, or if you're tuning in via podcast, it is great to have you listening to this week's show. Faith, hope, love and life, you're on the journey. Here's this week's Reflection on the Gospel. Hi, I'm Father Graham from St. Colum Kills Caramel. Today's Gospel from St. Matthew chapter 14 can be a source of great comfort for us. Jesus has gone into the hills to pray during the hours of the night, and the apostles have set out by boat for the other side of the Sea of Galilee. One of the sudden storms, for which the sea is notorious, hits the apostles' boat. From his place of prayer, Jesus sees what is happening, and at about 3 a.m. he comes towards them, walking on the waters. At first, The apostles do not recognize him. It can be easier to acknowledge God's presence in the calm of life rather than in its turmoil. But today's gospel assures us that Christ is present even and especially in the storms of life and that our distress and worries are always noticed by him. We need never end up shipwrecks on the sea of life because Christ is always coming towards us. Courage, it is I, do not be afraid. The impetuous Peter challenges Jesus. Lord, if it is you, tell me to come across the water. Come, says Jesus. But Peter makes the mistake we all make of focusing on the storm rather than on the Lord in the midst of the storm. In life, the winds are often contrary. Have you ever woken up at three in the morning 
unable to sleep, worried about tomorrow, the children, your health. Christ is not only near, but actually moving in our direction. He holds out his hand. Peter could have walked on that water. Instead, he risks sinking in the sea of life. So it is for us. If we look only at ourselves, we become dependent on the winds and can no longer pass through storms on the waters of life. Commenting on this gospel, the great St. Augustine wrote, He came treading the waves, and so he puts all the swelling tumults of life under his feet. Christians, why be afraid? I'm Father Graham from St. Columkills at Coromel. Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. Here's Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. A couple of weeks ago, I heard a story about two fish. It's typical of my stage in life, I'm sure, that I can't remember who told me the story or when. I just know that I heard this story. So here are two fish and they're swimming around in Sydney Harbour. And one says to the other, Somebody told me that water is really important for us. The other fish said, Oh, what a lot of rot. (laughs) That's not true. Oh, no, 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 they reckon it really is. They reckon that without water we'll die. Oh, no, look, I haven't heard that. It's a lot of rot. Don't believe it. Oh, well, said the other fish. I suppose you're right. And off they went swimming to heaven only knows where. Funny thing, isn't it? You and I are surrounded by God. You and I are surrounded by his grace, by his love by his forgiveness and we can talk to people he'll say to us what a lot of rot you and I grab life from this God and most of the time indeed sometimes all the time you and I aren't the slightest bit aware of it we don't even really think it exists and yet as truly as water is necessary for fish just as truly is the life of God necessary for you and I And marvellously, God's provided the fish with water. He has provided us with himself. Welcome back. You're listening to The Journey. We just heard from Sister Hilda Scott with her Wisdom from the Abbey. Always great to have Sister Hilda on the show. What do you think of Wisdom from the Abbey this week, Jude? Loved it. Her little segment on fish in water is, uh, it was a really good piece this week. She's one prayerful lady and uh, just soaks herself in God's word. So fantastic. Listen, if you want to hear other things that Sister Hilda has done on the journey, go to radio.daw.org.au and you can listen to podcasts of previous shows. Lots of people love hearing, well, a whole lot of the stuff that Sister Hilda has done by listening into past shows. Coming up on the show, it'll be time to listen to Trish McCarthy with her Milk and Honey segment, Always Practical Advice for Healthy, Happy Gospel Living. And this week, she's talking to us about character. That is one person who has got character in spades, Trish McCarthy. She has. Yeah. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. Something I enjoy being involved in is wine appreciation. I recently went on a wine tour in the Southern Highlands and apart from some great tastes and flavours, there was something that particularly stood out to me. Wine, as you know, is unique with its grapes, blends, sugar content, colours and many other distinguishing features. 
It is made in sizable batches, and whilst in that batch, takes on particular details. However, when the batch is separated and individually bottled, it begins to develop its own unique character, influenced by age, light, temperature, and many other factors. This is true of our own journey. When we take time out to be with our creator, apart from the larger batch, we begin to develop our own unique character. Reaching a depth of character is important as it results in being able to stand firm in trial, to act with integrity, to be true to who we are, and allows us to be authentic no matter where we are or who we are with. My encouragement for you this week is to take time out from the larger batch and identify some aspects of your own unique character. What are the good points about you? What does God's word say about who you are? Start to develop and piece together your own God-given identity, which like a good wine, gets better with age. Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. Welcome back to The Journey. I hope you're enjoying the show today wherever you are, right around the country. And a big welcome to our new listeners in Port Macquarie, who are joining people from right around the country, including Sydney, Wollongong, Bendigo, Orwiwodonga, Gippsland, in fact, all over the place. We're now going to hear an interview that Jude did with Thomas Waugh from Adult Education Sydney. It's regarding the visit of Dr. Ben Weicker. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Journey. It's absolutely fantastic to have on The Journey today Thomas Wall, who's the Director of the Catholic Adult Education Centre in Sydney. Thomas, thanks for joining us on The Journey. Thanks so much, Jude. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Now, Thomas, we're talking to you today because there's a, a fantastic event coming up. You're bringing out a guy called Ben Weicker to Australia. What are you bringing him out for? It's a good question, Jude. Look, ben Weicker is going to be speaking to us about the phenomenon of secular liberalism. And we're all familiar, most of us are familiar with secularism uh, as an idea. Secularism is basically uh, an ideology or a worldview which excludes God and excludes transcendence. And of course, as, as Christians, as religious believers, we, we understand that there are things that are secular, there are things that are to do with this world. Believers also believe that... Um, there are things that go beyond this world. Now, Thomas, Ben Weicker is a very prolific author in drawing to people's attention the dangers of secular liberalism. Can you tell us a little bit about what he's coming to talk to us about out here in Australia? Well, essentially, he's coming to speak to us about, I suppose, the underlying principles of the secular worldview. And he's, he's coming to, uh, to highlight the fact that the secular worldview, although it seems or pretends to be a neutral playing ground encompassing all particular worldviews. It's in fact it's got its own particular understanding of the world, understanding of the human person, and and therefore understanding of morality and how we should live our life. And 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 like any other worldview, such as Christianity or Judaism or what have you, secularism itself deserves to be put to scrutiny, and it deserves to have its principles fleshed out so that we can understand what it is, whether it's a viable worldview or not, what alternatives there are and what implications it has for the way we live our lives and also for culture. Thomas, you're touching on something there which is very topical, and, and the new atheists, perhaps led by Richard Dawkins, have received a lot of prominence in secular media in the last, well, I suppose the last decade. And their mantra has been that, that people of faith are really so far behind the times and they need to wake up and realise that their, their worldview is dead. Now, Ben Weichart so many others have written extensively about the fact that faith and reason go hand in hand and that, and that people of faith credibly 
fully believe in what they believe. Can you just, I suppose, give us a, a few insights into into how he's taken on some of the modern day new atheists, if you like? What Ben is hoping to do is to distinguish between science, which is obviously a valid field of knowledge, and the idea of scientism. And that's the idea that the only things we know, the only truth that we can actually understand come through science. And, and that's clearly not true. Um, for example, that, that very phrase, uh, the things that we know in this world only come through science, uh, is itself not amenable to the scientific uh, project or the scientific empirical understanding. So, so Ben White is coming out to help us to understand that uh, atheism, secularism, they are particular worldviews, just as Christian theism is, just as pantheism is. And like any other worldview, atheism and secularism can be subject to scrutiny and, and can be subject to, uh, to critique and challenge and also subject to alternative worldview that we can put forward as well, you know, the Christian worldview uh, and, and what have you. And so he's going to try and build the myth that atheism or, or scientism or secularism, uh, that these views are neutral, that they are the only ways that we can possibly look at things. Well, Thomas, I think it's a, it's a great coup that you've been able to get Ben Weicker to come out to Australia. And I know that his speaking engagements will be really well attended and will be very, very popular. Where's he speaking and, and how can people come to these events? Thanks so much, Jude. Yeah, look, before I, say, before I tell you, I should say as well that uh, I, I've been briefing Ben Weicker quite extensively on matters concerning Australia. So we're really hoping that he's going to bring some of his insights to bear upon the Australian situation. But, but just getting back to your question, um, he's delivering two um, public seminars while he's here. Uh, one's the 11th of August 2014. Uh, it's a free public seminar and it's at uh, the Catholic Centre Lidcombe at 7.30 and it's going to be called Worshipping the State, Secular Liberalism as the New Religion of the West. Now that's with that's with Senator Cory Bernardi. The other public seminar is on the 14th of August 2014, again at the Catholic uh, Centre Lidcombe, it's $10 admission fee. That's going to be entitled The War Against Belief, a seminar on atheism, and that starts at 7.30. And then finally, we have our two-day intensive course on 16th and 17th of August 2014. And during this course, it's called Engaging Secularism for the New Evangelization. So how do we propose the gospel? How do we bring the gospel to bear upon our culture? How do we share the good news of Jesus Christ with individuals uh, who live in a secular culture? Now, Thomas, I know that there'll be lots of people from lots of Christian denominations, in fact, just people of belief, you know, from, from other faith traditions will be coming as well because secular liberalism is attacking everyone who, who believes in, in, in God. So what would you say to people who are thinking, oh, this is a Catholic event being run by the Catholic Church? How might you encourage them to, to come along from, from a variety of denominations? Look, ab- absolutely. I mean, as you say, Secularism is is an ideology or a worldview which concerns um, all non-secularist worldviews. And and again, it, it's not so much that people um, are not free to hold the secular worldview, but it's when it, it proposes itself as the only worldview that we can hold or, or being a neutral worldview. And that really should be concerned to all believers. And, and, and we hope to have all people there. It's going to be a great event. Thomas, once again, congratulations on, on being able to get Ben Walker to come out here. I think it's a, it's a real coup. I know it's going to be something that will be very, very popular. And, and I just think it's, it's really arming Christians, arming people of belief, but in particular Christians, to be able to bring the gospel to people in a way which is credible and to stand up and say, you know what, my belief is credible, my belief is reasonable, and, and my, my trust in Jesus Christ is, is well-founded. And thanks very much for bringing him out, and thanks very much for speaking to us on the journey. Sure, it's been my absolute pleasure and I hope to see uh, everybody at these events. Thank you. 
Nice interview, Jude. Really looking forward to Dr. Ben Weicker coming out in August. Mate, it'll be a fantastic opportunity to hear, well, someone who is a renowned speaker around the world and talks about just how important Christianity is in our society and people who are trying to wish Christianity away are doing the world, society no favours and they're just avoiding all of the wonderful truth and strengths that Christianity brings to our society, not just individual lives but to our society. If you'd like to go and see Dr. Ben Weicker, it'd be important for you to go to info at caec.com.au. His first speaking engagement will be on the 11th of August, but he will be here for a week. He's running individual talks, he's speaking at breakfast, and also running a seminar on engaging with the secular culture. So just go to info at caec.com.au or phone 02-9646-9010. Faith, hope, love and life. You're listening to The Journey. Here are the missionaries of God's love with The Call. Unfortunately, Christianity is weighed down by the image of it being a sensible religion. Rational people who wear sensible clothes, drive nice cars, make prudent decisions and attend ordinary church services. But if we look in the Old Testament, we find that the prophets were anything but normal. They didn't give carefully crafted homilies that were designed to make people feel nice. Sometimes they didn't even preach at all, because instead of preaching, God asked them to do something that would be prophetic. Jeremiah was asked to put his underwear in a cave next to a river in Jeremiah 13. Ezekiel was asked to lie on his side for 390 days in Ezekiel chapter 4. Hosea was asked to marry a prostitute in Hosea chapter 1. This is definitely not safe, nice and prudent. Why did God ask the prophets to perform these prophetic actions? Perhaps it was because we live in a world that is tired of listening, but loves to gossip. When Jeremiah broke the earthenware vessel in the presence of the leaders of of Judah, as we read in Jeremiah 19, the story would have spread like wildfire throughout the whole country. But if he chose instead to give a nice little sermon, everyone would have fallen asleep. Jesus calls us to be prophetic and to do this primarily through our actions. The whole life of the Christian is meant to be a prophetic action. This is why he calls us to do dramatic things that are not rational and safe, such as giving all of our money to the poor, giving our coat to the person who tries to steal our shirt, or inviting the poor and the lame for dinner. These simple actions are not normal and definitely not sensible which is why they are so powerful. Even if they are done in secret, the story eventually gets out, and as soon as people hear of these prophetic actions, they are challenged to look at reality in a different way. So the next time you make plans for dinner or prepare your household budget, stop and think about what sort of homily you are preaching with this action. I'm Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. Find out more about us at mglpriestsandbrothers.org. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. And now, inspiring you to dream, here's Bruce Downs, The Catholic Guy. What makes a person great? I think most of us are taught that a great person is someone who has an impact on the world. And so go around trying to have an impact, trying to change the world, trying to make a difference. There are lots of ways to do this. Some people try to shout over all the noise just to get some attention. 
other people try to gain their 15 minutes of pain through the internet. It's clear that just sitting out with the goal of having an impact is not enough. There have been people who have made a difference, for sure, but it didn't make anyone any better. The thing is, a media makes a big crash when it hits the earth. It leaves a big impact, but that impact is not useful. It doesn't make things better. It's just a big rock that makes a lot of damage, pushing everything out of its way. Jesus said that the best impact we can have, the best things we can do, will be the things that go unnoticed. It's not about stomping around, making a lot of noise, building a platform, getting attention through retweets and likes on our Instagram page. It's tiny little unnoticed things that make a true impact. What if today we didn't worry about making something that was seen by a lot of people, but created something that made an actual big difference in just one person's life today? Why don't you go ahead and do that? Make a difference in someone's life. Why don't you join me at thecatholicguy.com? You're listening to The Journey, great Christian radio for the whole family. Good to hear from Father Dave Callahan from the MGLs with a message on believing in Christianity because it's true and prophetic, not because it's nice. Yeah, it's great to have Father Dave contributing regularly to the show. Also in there was Bruce Downs with a message on living a life of impact. He's a great guy, Bruce. You know, he's come over from WA and has now based himself in the Eastern States with the idea of doing just that, having a big impact on people's lives by getting people who are not coming to church, who wouldn't walk through the door of a church, and getting them to come to an understanding of who Jesus is. It's a big mission and he's doing a great job over here in the Eastern States, getting ready to launch that later in the year in October. Coming up on the show, Sam Clear with his Walking the Walk segment. Faith, hope, love and life. You're listening to The Journey. Walking the Walk, here's Sam Clear. Hi, I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. Last week I visited the remote and rugged Tiwi Islands off the northern coast of Australia. Nearly every second animal on those tropical islands will kill you, but it's still a wonderful place. I'd headed up there for some time out with an elderly Aboriginal couple on their outpost, but after jumping off the ferry, the wife, Auntie Marjorie, asked me to walk down to the shop to grab us all an ice cream before we headed off for the long drive home. I asked her, how far is it to the shop? She replied with a grin, you'll know when you get there. Her point was simple. Why was I concerned about the distance I was about to walk in this tiny town? My aim was to get us all an ice cream. While walking around the world for Christian unity from 2006 to 2008, there were a number of occasions when I asked someone on the side of the road, how far is it to the next town? I discovered pretty quickly that nearly everyone gives an answer to that question, even if they have no idea how far it is. One guy in Venezuela told me that the next town was only 5 kilometres away, when in actual fact it was 17 kilometres away. That's over two hours more walking than I'd anticipated for. The biggest obstacle I had to overcome that day, and many others like it, was my frustration at not having arrived at the town when I expected to. I had to keep on walking down those open roads in that tropical heat. Frustration at our circumstances can rob us so swiftly of the beauty around us. If I'd been less concerned about how much further I had to walk and simply took every step as a privilege, as another opportunity to meet just one more person, to offer one more prayer, I would have been well, doing what I was meant to be doing. Like the very prayerful Auntie Marjorie from the Tiwi Islands, who is about as unflustered as any woman I've ever met, 
We're called to not focus on the distance we have to cover, but on the prize at the end. For when our sights are set on that prize, for an ice cream through to eternal life, the steps we have to take become a joy, not a burden. We may not know how far we have to walk, but we do know who's walking with us and how far he's gone to secure our destination. I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. For more on the walk around the world for unity, go to walkforone.com. Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. Always great to hear from Sam Clear. Yes, it is the end of another week. Thanks for listening into The Journey. I encourage you to give us some feedback on our Facebook page. Just look for The Journey Catholic Radio in your search engine where you can also follow the links to listen to past shows of The Journey as podcasts. And as we regularly say, if the show hasn't been played on your local Christian radio station and you're listening in by podcast, live streaming, look, just give them a call. They'd love to hear from you and, and they need to get that sort of feedback. If people want to hear the show, then just give them a buzz. If not, keep listening in via the podcasts of the show. It's being promoted all around the country. Just go to radio.daw.org.au. Next week on the show, we'll be doing it all again. Great music as usual, plus an interview with Australian actor and director Peter Cousins about a new movie release titled Freedom. Yeah, had a really good experience of going to the launch of that movie a little while ago. Peter Cousins was the director. They did it in 25 days. Cuba Gooding Jr. is the star of the show and it's a fantastic message about slavery and freedom right. and, and the role that Christians played within that fantastic, fantastic mm, movie. Looking forward to it. Mm. Well, that's the end of another show, Jude. Faith, hope, love and life. You've been listening to The Journey. The Journey is produced by Jude Hennessy and edited by Nicholas Weir from the Office of the Bishop in the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong. Radio.org.au